Meek Speaks is your favorite podcast destination for women empowerment, healing, self-love, self-discovery, forgiveness, and manifesting a purposeful life. We don't always talk about the things that you want to hear, but you definitely need to hear it. So let's get into it. Welcome back, podcast family, to another episode of Meek Speaks Podcast. We are on episode five. It seems like it's been a minute since I sat on this futon and chatted with y'all. And that's probably because my last guest joined me virtually. Oh, well, today we're in the office and my guests will be sitting on the futon with me as we dive into our conversation. But before I bring her on... I do want to run down the podcast etiquette for anybody tuning in for the first time. We'll make this real quick. And then I have a few reminders about podcast season. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you have entered Meek Speaks podcast. This is a judgment-free zone. We will create a safe space for our audience. We will be respectful. We will be considerate. And there will be no profanity. Podcast reminders. Again, we're on episode five, so we have a few more episodes before season one comes to an end. Six is in October, seven is, no, 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 six is in September, seven is in October. That's the episode where you just get a little little bit more of me. I'm excited about that. And then we're going to take a break. During the off season, we will be recording for season two. So if you're interested in coming and sitting on the futon with me or joining me virtually, let me know and let's talk about it. Okay. So today is season one, episode five. We got six in September, seven in October, and then we'll take a break. All right. Enough of that. I'm ready to talk about this, y'all. The topic is forgive and forget. But there's a huge question mark after that. You'll find out why, though. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. All right, we are back, and I have my guest for today, Miss Princess Johnson. I'm going to turn it over to her and let her tell you a little bit more about herself, where she's from, what she does, and what made you decide to say yes to this podcast episode. Well, before I get into any of that, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be here with you. Thank I'm you. excited about it. Um, I said yes because I I love to support people that are doing, you know, really positive things, empowering things. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big supporter, basically. Thank so you. That's why I said yes. Um, and then plus I had one of your babies, you know, way back when. <laughs> way back when. <laughs> the baby baby. Well, yes. she ain't no baby no more. <laughs> So, um, thank you again for letting me be here. But, um, like she said, or like you said, my name is Princess uh, Johnson. Um, I'm also known as the author PJ because I am an author. Um, I was born in California, but I was raised in Arkansas, um, pretty much my whole entire life. Uh, I'm married. I've had a total of four babies. Um, my oldest is 12, even though, you know, people be like, What? I get that. <laughs> I feel great and young until I see my 12-year-old that's almost taller than me. And it's like, ooh, okay. Yeah. She reminds me I'm a mama. And then I got um, my youngest set is four, and I have a okay. seven-year-old daughter. So um, as far as, like, what I do, um, I love to write. Um, I love authoring books. And I am a huge nonprofit community person. Um, I love that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you want the people to know? Um, not right now. Not until we kind of get into it. I guess okay. I'm find out, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Okay. Let's get into it. The topic again is forgive and forget. With a big question. With a big old question mark. <laughs> and we're going to tell you why the question mark is there. And I have my notes because I wanted to stay on course. I wanted to stay on topic. And I want y'all to get all of this. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> I got my phone. I got my paper notes, but just in case. All right. Yeah, I got, here we go. Got my phone right here too. Cause we're going to pull up the Bible app. Watch. Okay. So when I was thinking about this particular topic, 
if y'all, if you follow me, you know, we're on like the women empowerment, the healing, the self-love, the self-discovery, forgiveness, because forgiveness plays a huge part in your journey toward healing. Mm -hmm. I Absolutely. believe that. So when we think about forgiveness, it's always centered around us wanting to or needing to forgive someone else for what they've done to us. And a lot of times mm -hmm. we don't hold ourselves accountable for our own transgressions, like maybe what we've done hurt somebody or, you know, how I like to flip it and talk about what we've done to ourselves. Yes, absolutely. But the reason the question mark is behind it is because you've heard people, I'm sure, and you may have even said, I forgive him, but I ain't going to forget what he did. Mm -hmm. Why is that? <laughs> you know, um, as far as that, that statement is, I like how you said it, you know. <laughs> Look, cause I'm guilty. We all got some guilty for sure. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Okay. By nature, I am really like a forgiving person. Um, so like that just kind of comes with it. I will say the forgetting part is probably definitely that thing of like, I'm not trying to be, you know, a fool. I'm not trying to let that happen again. Mm -hmm. But well, let me back up. I'm not trying to let that happen again. And that's been the useful version of you know haven't lived long enough yeah gone through a lot of things um I, no one is born completely innocent but you know we're a kid for a long time you don't hold yourself accountable and you mm -hmm. just kind of um you just do life and then one day whatever age that is you're a teenager you're an adult you're in the real world or whatever you realize that you are a grown-up and you actually are making mistakes mm -hmm. and like you may hurt somebody or you may do something right. wrong. Like it really kind of hits you that I made a mistake or I hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, that's where that, ooh, okay, let me be, let me be reflective of what has happened. Right. So in thinking about the, you know, forgiveness side of it or the forgetting side, am I going to hold on to this for myself for what I did? Mm -hmm. And I consider... You know, our, our mistakes, our transgressions and such, it's like chains. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm a very big visual person. So, I, ha I, I think of things and like pictures and descriptions and all of that, right? And yes, I just picture it as being chains. So, whether it's something that I did to somebody else, there's a chain. Mm -hmm. If I've hurt multiple people, there's a chain. Mm-hmm. And I'm carrying these chains around as long as I'm not forgiving myself. I'm not, I'm, I might have to throw that word forgetting out there because <laughs> I'm just saying like forgive, forget, mm, kind of put forget in a box because I don't think you really can forget. Really? Yes. I mean, I think you need yeah. to choose to maybe, first of all, you got to, you got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive the other person. Mm-hmm. Meaning, and we're going to get to that Bible verse in a second. Yes. But meaning, you know what? I'm accountable to this. I know that this happened. You process it. I'm a processor. Um, You just deal with it. You just sit at the table with it and you just deal with it. Whatever mm -hmm. you need to do. The forgetting part is, I don't ever want this to happen again. Right. So I'm going to be, I'm going to remember what happened. Whether somebody did it to me or I did it to somebody else. Is there in the back of my head? I'm not going to dwell on it anymore, but you probably won't forget it. Like, does that really, does it yeah. really happen? That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because in all actuality, it's a protection mechanism too. Um, and like you were saying, especially just say that somebody did something to hurt you, but you choose to still have this person a part of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, okay, if you make the choice to still have this person a part of your life, and you're holding on to what they did. Are you really granting them true forgiveness? I don't think so. Or like you said, that chain, you're holding them hostage. You're holding them shackled to what they did. And it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. Let them do it again. You it's going to come chain. up. Like, hold up. Even if they do something <laughs> similar, you're going to be like, mm. see, because remember, and that's what I mean by, like, I, I had this conversation. And I said, okay, in my friend group, if I can't trust you. If I have to side-eye you, if I have to question your intent, all these things, why are you in my circle? Mm -hmm. 
So if someone does something to offend you, betray you, hurt you, you forgive them, but you don't forget, why are they still in your circle? So are you saying, like, why are you choosing to let them be in your circle? Mm-hmm. Or, like, okay. Um, hmm. Because we do. We do okay. that. We're like, okay, I'm going to forgive you. And then we still, you know, have a connection with them or the relationship with them, you know, even with this in the back of the head. And then it's like we're just sitting on ready, just ready to I was do something else. <laughs> with that particular scenario, and we all have different stories, whether it's a man to hurt us, a friend, family mm-hmm. member, whatever. We all have those stories. But I was once told that it's not necessarily about us not trusting them. It's not trusting ourselves. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And when, I mean, again, I'm a processor. So as I think about that, it's like, if this person, they done something, if they're genuinely apologetic or sorry about it, okay, you got to forgive them, in all honesty, especially yeah. if you're a believer. I mean, you, you have to. I mean, that's, 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 that's just Bible. That's scripture. Yes. <laughs> you can choose to continue being in a relationship with them. Letting go of the shackles mm-hmm. and give someone the opportunity to either be genuine in their apology, mm-hmm. not holding it over them because then it's like you just waiting for them to mess up again. Yeah. And with that, I will say if we're expecting somebody else to mess up again, I mean, it's going to happen because we're just human beings. I mean, we're he- yeah. So you give them the opportunity to either correct it, do right by you, or they're going to show themselves. And then at that point, it's like, I forgave you. I didn't forget what happened, but we moved past it, and you did it again. So, guess what? You know, you get to do you. I'm going to do me. Is it the whole three strikes you out type of thing? I mean, (laughs) you did three of them. (laughs) Let me think of that J. Cole song coming out. Anyway, I mean, it could be three strikes. It could be twice. Whatever Whatever your tolerance is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, give somebody the opportunity to, you know, kind of show you and then you make decisions from there. But mm-hmm. now, like I said earlier, we, we always talk about things that other people may have done to us or things that we may have done to other people. Mm-hmm. When we look at it from the standpoint of there was something that you may have done to yourself that was detrimental to your own growth, your own, you know, progression in life. Um, and you needed to extend yourself that same level of forgiveness. Did you also have it in the back of your head? I ain't gonna forget. <laughs> <laughs> when I said throw forget away, I think that when it comes to yourself, you definitely should not forget because I can't quote anything. So this is don't quote me or anything, but um, about history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. There's so many different statements out there, quotes and stuff about that. So I'm not gonna pinpoint one, but yeah, like if you. You need to know history so that it does not repeat itself. So especially when it comes to yourself, right. like you don't want to forget that. Personally, I think that if you if you're not really past it in the first place, or maybe like whatever the action was, mm-hmm. then you need to remember because if it's something that makes you feel like you know wrong or shame or guilt or regret or whatever it is, you kind of want to have that tinge of like, ooh. I remember what that was like, and mm-hmm. I don't want to do that again. That I don't want to go through that again. I don't, whatever yeah. it may be, but yeah. Do you think that there's like la- last uh, episode? I threw out this word ruminate or okay. ruminating. Do you think there's a fine line between ruminating and then like making sure you don't forget? All right, listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> either you're going to have to tell me what this means again or well, just tell me what it means or I'm going to look it up on my phone. So what is ruminating? Okay. Ruminating is kind of like, it's almost like you're obsessing over the thing that hurt you okay. or the moment in time where you were depressed or sad and you keep like in your mind revisiting that moment. Uh-huh. Is that kind of, is there a fine line between doing that and not forgetting the thing that was done to hurt you? Okay, so the thing that was done to me that or, hurt me, or, or what, what you've done to you, either way. Okay, let me let me think on that. Is there a fine line between ruminating, okay, and just kind of, ooh, because you want to remember, but do you remember so much so to the point where you're kind of like ruminating, like you're kind of obsessing and you're kind of keeping yourself stuck in that moment. So with the ruminating, then I have told, I'm sorry, been told 
that you're not over it and you're not healed if you're ruminating it. I, it wasn't said that way exactly because I didn't know the word. Yeah, but, you know, but, <laughs> but we got it. We got trigger, it. Right over and over again. Um, and that means you're not healed past it. So mm-hmm. if you are ruminating it, playing it over and over again, one, you're re-triggering yourself. You're going through the exact, right. like our body responds to it the exact same way as, right. it, as if it just happened. So that's, the, I mean, that line is very, very thin. Very, okay. very thin of like, it, it needs to be water. But it's very, very thin if you're constantly going through it again. I mean, you haven't healed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see that. I agree with that. Now, my question is, because we're, we're going to take this to the Bible. Okay. So, I want I wanted you to think about this. And I want you all to think about this. What if God forgave you until you met him face to face? He was like, but I don't forget. <laughs> I didn't. I ain't forgot. Oh. What then? <laughs> That's like you sweating and you're like, oh man, what if God was like that? You're like, come on, Jesus. <laughs> please don't. Please don't remember none of that. You know what? That's a challenge right there. Like, if we are called to be more like Christ, yeah. then that means that we need to try to be more like Christ as much as we possibly can. Because, no. I want God to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to hold that and not forget. Like, right. Because we know he doesn't. Yeah. We know he doesn't keep record. We know, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like if, if we're expected to be, like you said, be more like him, why is it such a challenge for us? I'm not, I mean, I know we're human. We're not Jesus. We're not yes, Christ. Yes. But if the goal is to be more like him, why do we struggle so much with that? I think because we take it very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't quote, gosh, I cannot talk, quote scripture in saying this, but I imagine that God does not take it personal because if he did, then he would, it would be like, I made a mistake and God doesn't make mistakes. Right. Yeah. So it's not about him, his creation. It's about us and the free will. Mm-hmm. It's not personal. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yes. And personal, like this is my creation and I want you to do right. I want you to be in total love with me, but not personal. And like her decisions is my fault. Cause I created her. I don't feel like God yeah. thinks that way about us. So as human beings, I think we take it personal. Like, How do you not, though? So, you don't got to say it out loud. I don't know if I want to or not, but think about something that, one, that you did to somebody. Oh, I can say it out loud. So, this <laughs> okay, is what I'm here for. You, <laughs> so you have that thing in your head, and then think about something that somebody did to you that was, like, really, really hurtful. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you're thinking about those two different things. Look, you got things. me over here ruminating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, I'm supposed to be trauma-informed, my disclaimer. <laughs> But uh, I mean, yeah, I can honestly say, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to, we're not going to take the time out to, because I've done some stuff and I have not been shy by saying, look, I have done some things to people. People have done some things to me. Uh-huh. And I've said this over and over again. Sometimes you have to move forward and forgive people even without the apology. Uh-huh. And I would hope, and I'll say it right now, if I ever done anything to hurt you, betray you, offend you, I apologize. But, yeah, and, and, and it was hard. It was hard. And some of those people, like, I just no longer talk to uh-huh. because I'm like, I knew that I wouldn't forget. But instead of me holding them to that, like, keeping them in my life and holding them to that, I was like, it's just best that we, uh-huh. you know, part ways. You go do you and be happy and I'm going to go over here and find my happy. And I think that's probably like the more mature decision to make. The I can more see that. If you adult, feel like you're going to hold on yeah, to Yeah, you feel it, like yeah. you're going to hold on to it. You feel like you, you know, going to just dangle over the head. You still got the little residue, the little debris, then just mm-hmm. part and, ways. Who knows? At some point, y'all able to come back together and you be fine. It's not you're like, I really haven't forgotten. Like, I'm, I'm over that. Yeah. But, yeah. So let's go to the Bible. <laughs> because I wrote this down, but I never wrote the verse. I'm sorry. I got the, one too. So the Bible says, love keeps no records of wrongs. And it also tells us how we are to love others. And that's the, the verse that I didn't get down. But I know it talks about, and I'm probably going to, I don't, I hate trying to quote a scripture without looking it up because mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher it. But I know it says um, that we should love each other as God loves us. Mm-hmm. And like we just said, if God is not keeping record of wrongdoings, 
why why do we yeah yeah you looking at that scripture i found it okay. my command is this love each other as i have loved you greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends that was john chapter 15 verses 12 and 13 okay well, one that kind of stood out to me was Ephesians 4, 32. And this one says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God has forgiven you. Hmm. Yeah. That's a different level of forgiveness <laughs> that we ain't ready for. <laughs> Some of us are not ready for it. Work in, works in progress works in progress but yeah um that i had a statement or a thing in mind when we were talking about like not taking things personal mm -hmm. um of course you know when you have a personal relationship with somebody friendship whatever it may be um not taking it personal would be challenging mm -hmm. but if you isolate yourself from them and the relationship or title that you guys have and you look at them in their circle of like what happened and I'm not going to say you have to validate or explain or understand every single thing, but I think it helps us to be easy. Like, it helps the situation be easier and help us to heal past it mm -hmm. and to forgive and put in the back of our minds until we have to remember it again. <laughs> is it, is it, it easy to, well, probably not. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm getting ready to say it all out, but... On that note, where someone that you have a personal relationship with, whether it's male or female, because we have these friendships that can go real, real bad, and it hurt just mm -hmm. as much as it would if this was a significant other in your life. Mm -hmm. But when somebody has done something to you that hurt you, is it challenging to also show empathy toward them? Because a lot of times, I think I've said this before, a lot of times we have these expectations of what a friend should be, how a friend should act, what they should give to the relationship, things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And then when it don't go according to plan, we're mad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't try to empathize or understand that, okay, well, you, you just put all this stuff on them. Mm -hmm. Does that help with, like, the forgiveness if you realize, well, they're just being who they are. Just, I thought they were somebody else and I was trying to make them somebody else and they're just really being who they are. I think we do put a lot of expectations on people, mm -hmm. a lot of unexpressed expectations on people and we feel like they're supposed to treat us this way or do this or whatever because that's how we would be. Mm -hmm. And I think it's how we hope that we would be because if, unless it's the exact same situation scenario, you just really don't know. You would hope that you're going to do this and you're going to, you know act this way or treat a person this way or whatever so um i think being empathetic yeah. is putting yourself in them shoes their shoes and you have to literally take everything about that person's life and experience which you can't there's just no possible way right. so it's like you know what with these particular circumstances okay i did not express my expectations so that goes back to what i said as far as like i'm gonna give you i, I forgive you we're going to talk about this i want to heal you want to heal we may need some time apart, friendship, mm -hmm. relationship, whatever it is. And if we come back together, then it's got to be different. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're going to go a little bit deeper um, because I do like there to be a certain level of transparency. And I don't ask that you share anything that you don't want to share. Okay. But we're going to circle back to our own selves and not talk about what somebody did to us mm -hmm. or what we did to somebody else we're gonna think about ourselves and think about something that you may have done or deprived yourself of or uh, what's another word i can't think of it something that you may have done that caused your own hurt or grief or challenges because i'll give you an example for me <laughs> you need to laugh <laughs> i mean i can laugh now because i look back and I, I think about these younger days and i'm like what was i doing like what was i even thinking <laughs> i understand but 
I think for me, it was holding on to relationships, male, female, Mm -hmm. too long. And all the signs were there. Like, Mm -hmm. y'all knew it was how to pack it up and leave. All the signs were there, but I would stay. And then when things went horribly wrong, it was everybody else's fault. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, like, years later, I was like, well, I'm the one that stayed. You know what I'm saying? And then, whatever. But something like that, um, I think has been my greatest issue and downfall was just, like, giving people chance after chance after chance. Even though all signs point to, girl, gone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have any situations similar to that or anything like that where you can say, I knew better? but I didn't do better or yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. yes. Um, 100%. And I mean, I'm 32 years old right now and I got out into the real world at 19 and it was, I was sheltered. So once I got out there at 19, it was like, Hey world. Ooh, yes. yeah. So I made tons of poor decisions and stuff. And I was a common, common denominator in every one of those situations. Mm-hmm. So it definitely took for me to pause and say it couldn't have been this person's fault because if it was this person's fault, this person looks different than this person, this person, whatever the situation, mm-hmm. like I was a common denominator. So, um, yeah, definitely have had those situations and I, I really put it on my lack of experience, yeah. lack of maturity, um, lack of a deep relationship with God all these unhealed traumas and things that I was carrying around with me in my bag and as a shackle from childhood of who I didn't forgive, et cetera. Like all of that together, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not surprised by some of those decisions because if I take all that stuff in consideration, you know what? Like I, I would expect anybody else to make the same type of decisions yeah. that I made at that point. Yeah. At what point did you, were you at a place where you could forgive yourself for those things and for those those poor decisions and even those who contributed to the things that happened in your childhood oh so i am a firm believer in not only having a relationship with god and praying but therapy so um y'all hear that (laughs) therapy um and a therapist is not there to fix your problems they are there to help you self-reflect and just put it out there so they're guiding, kind of like, well, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, a little bit of therapy session. No, <laughs> I believe in therapy. Just a little bit, a little bit. Um, I, I can't really identify an age. I'll say maybe after like 27, 28. Oh, you did good because I was probably 35 because I was still like, uh-uh, it ain't me. <laughs> but I, it's still, I'm still working through things. I really okay. am. And like I said, I'm 32 and I've been going to therapy since maybe 21, 22 years old. That's good. Um, and I will say that the younger that you go, if you're ready for something like that, the better off you're going to be as mm-hmm. you continue to age and stuff, um, as you continue to mature. So, yeah, the the younger you go, the earlier you go, it's never too late, but the earlier you go, you're working on your own healing. And, like, try it out. You don't like it. It's not for you. Yeah. Good. You tried it. You ain't losing anything. So, exactly. Yeah. But I just, wanted, I just wanted to throw this out there. Christians. We can go to the therapist. Mm-hmm. Don't don't think that we can't go see a therapist because you know we we Christians. I just want to put that out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like God provided all these other things for us too. So we're gonna turn that away. No, He provided that for us, and we need it. So if we need therapy, I think that it's definitely best if you're a believer. You want to go to somebody that has you know this Christian. I mean, as we well go to then. a doctor if we don't feel good. There we go. So <laughs> yeah, it never it never really did make sense yeah. to me. Um, I think. Anyway, I'm going to digress there. I'm going to leave that alone. No, leave it alone. <laughs> I'll leave that alone. I think we make up excuses as to why we're not ready to heal and be real about stuff. Yeah, I said it. I did. I put it out there. With this whole forgiveness, and this is just me being me, I struggle still because, and I'm going to give y'all an example. I'm one who... I rarely ask people to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm always the one that people come to and ask for stuff. And if I say I'm going to do it, then 
95% of the time, mm-hmm. I do it. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do it, you're going to know I don't want to do it. But I rarely ask for anything. So last week was a real challenging week because I had to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would get, yeah, I got you. I help you, I guess. But then nobody showed up to help, right? Mm-hmm. And I found myself angry and, like, I was ready to say, I'm done. I ain't even talking to nobody, whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. Forgiveness is very important in this journey. Mm-hmm. I can't be mad at them. I wasn't mad at them for not doing I was mad because of the miscommunication. Okay. Because with me, I can just, just tell me. But I found myself, like, getting angry. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. Cause I'm, it's like setting me back. Uh-huh. Every all this work that I'm doing is like setting me back, and I had to go. And I don't know if my husband know or not, but I had to go off into my little room uh-huh. and take a beat and pray and breathe. And I kept, I knew we had this episode coming, and I was like, "We're getting ready to talk about forgiveness, and here I am about to be really angry about something that could have easily just been avoided." And didn't get an apology at all mm-hmm. but i was like i have to forgive i've talked to them since I'm like i have to forgive because if i don't i'm still i'm really it's affecting me it is because as you said here i am putting my own self in these chains in these shackles so i struggle with that still mm-hmm. i don't know like and i'll tell you guys i don't know a proper process or steps to take to get better at that other than talking to God about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we do these uh, podcast episodes, when we talk to people, we want people to understand that we're not perfect. We're, we're still going through the journey ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're just sharing what we're going through in front of everybody. So I wanted to share that because that is something that really happened. And I was like, we can really talk about forgiveness. And here I am sitting up here mad. Yes. <laughs> You know, I think that you're doing the right thing. You say you already pray and you talk to God and stuff, but, like, you you were able to recognize it in that moment of, like, okay, I got these feelings, I'm getting angry about yeah. it, and you went off and handled it the best that you possibly could instead of calling somebody up, cussing somebody out, wanting to fight. You know, like, those are the unhealthy, unproductive ways of doing stuff. Yeah, for me, now it's like, I'm just done. I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not ready. I'm just, I won't talk to you no more. So did, you said you talked to the person since. Did you tell them how you felt? No. <clears throat> That's why I still struggle with it. Because I felt like, here, here's my thing. I feel like when I open up the door for certain conversations, I feel like I'm going to get lied to. Or I'm going to get a bunch of whole, you know, a whole bunch of excuses and stuff. And it's going to make me matter. Do you need that for you to release it to them? So, for instance, if I'm that person and I did this to you, right? First of all, if you don't bring it to my attention, I probably, I mean, I more than likely I know that yeah. you asked for my help and I didn't come through. But for you to be around me and you got some anger and stuff in you and you haven't talked to me. didn't say anything. <laughs> then it's kind of fake. Between our relationship, we're going to have this True. tense feelings True. and all this stuff, right? So coming and saying, hey, princess, like, I rarely ever ask people for help. But I came to you. I was depending on you to be there. And you did let me down. It hurt. It disappointed me. I just need you to know that. You really have to hear my excuse. Do you? Do you really? Or are you releasing it from yourself? Because, in all honesty, I'm the same way. Like, you didn't show up and you didn't, you know, weren't concerned enough to call me mm-hmm. or text me or anything. Mm-hmm. The day of, the day after, a week later, whatever. You didn't care to do that. I don't really, I don't, I don't care what your reason was. Like, if you're still alive and nobody is in a hospital or dead, then I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't got to hear it because whatever it is, it, yeah. you didn't come say, like, it must not have been that important to you, right? Because I, I don't care. Like, yeah, your excuse is your excuse, whatever it is, right? But I'm going to tell you that it hurt me and bothered me. So if I don't ever ask you for help again or you know how I feel about that. But I really try to do that so that people know this is how I feel about it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You did that to me. I is got that, that and I'm moving on. Is that necessary... This is where I was going with it. Is that necessary for you to forgive? The other person and myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for me. To have the conversation? Is. Yeah. If I, okay, if 
if the day of and I'm still kind of holding on to it the next day you know if I'm holding on it holding on to it more than one day then it's like this really bothered you this triggered you yeah and for me yes yes okay. if I can actually have a conversation with you and I feel that you are mature enough to at least hear me out on it then yeah it is for me I have I have to do that okay what if the person doesn't afford you the opportunity to have those conversations how does the how does forgiveness look then so okay let's kind of can we role play just a tiny bit sure come on i'm coming to you and you're gonna be that person it's not gonna for me okay okay this is me trying so shamika um you know i needed you a couple days ago right i need your help with something and you weren't there and i just had to come let you know that like it hurt it bothered me and i was not happy about it i was depending on you to be there and I just had to come let you know. Mm. Girl, bye. I would be so upset. <laughs> like, you know what, though? People are going to respond like that sometimes. I mean, it's for real. Like, tr- okay, so let's let's switch. You be the person and I'm me. This is how, this is how we're going to do it. Ring. <laughs> Hello? You're not supposed to answer because that's oh. what happened. Oh. <laughs> Okay, but you know what? That supports what I was saying about, like, the person is mature enough to, like, have the conversation, right? Like, it's somebody you know that you can even talk to in the first place. And then, if, how you, mm, girl, go girl. on. You know what? Why was I even depend on you in the first place? Because it seems like that probably was you already yeah. before yeah. I asked something of you. But then we had this unspoken exactly. expectation of somebody and then when it was time for them to show it, it wasn't there. And you're like, oh, who are you really mad at? Yeah. Yourself in that moment. But there's nothing wrong with asking for help. I got to say that because I heard you say I rarely ever ask. Um, I get it. Yeah. I'm a woman. I'm a strong black woman. I'm taking care of myself for a long Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But the reality of it is we're going to need people at some point. Yeah. Um, I'm very selective in who That's I ask it. help That's from. Yes. And those selective people, if... I know that, like, if something comes up, something happens, and they don't reach out about it to apologize or they just drop the ball, something probably really happened. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they would come to me and let me know or beforehand or whatever, but something probably really happened. Like, you said 95% of the time, right, that you come through for people. Mm-hmm. That 5%, though, if you don't come through, and it, it's going to happen at some point that you're going to mm-hmm. have to say no or that you can't, something's going to come up. Like, but they know that your heart is right. to be there. So, we got to be selective in who we're asking for help. This whole forgiveness thing, y'all, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it affects so many different elements and areas mm-hmm. of what we got going on every day. Like, work, home, friendships, relationships. But most importantly, I feel like forgiveness and these talks about forgiveness should be more about us um because people are gonna be people right Mm -hmm, that's true people are gonna be people they're gonna do what they do they go just whatever but it's about really taking better care of ourselves treating ourselves a little better extending ourselves a little more grace because there may be times where you know i might do something i shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. and find myself in a situation that i shouldn't be in Mm -hmm. like you know Whatever, whatever may happen, like, forget to pay a bill or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did I be over here apologize to my husband? Lord, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but if you know your heart, I mean, okay, okay. But it's very important to, especially if any of you are on the journey. I, I don't know what your journey looks like. But if anybody is on a journey toward healing and becoming a um, better version of themselves Mm -hmm. it's very important to keep in mind that we're going to have to forgive people um forgive ourselves um but again people don't really everybody's not going to apologize everybody really don't even find fault in everything that they do Mm -hmm. and we also have to understand that and extend them the same level of grace so that's Mm -hmm. what i wanted to i wanted to get that little part out before i forgot but that's definitely true I had one more little thing to talk about here. I just wanted to get your take on it. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, that little laugh, though. I know. 
like <laughs> what's coming next so what we were talking about earlier we were talking about forgiving but not forgetting we said the little statement i forgive you but i ain't gonna forget like does that does that also equate to bitterness or anger any of those emotions the whole but i ain't gonna forget Mm -hmm. i think it's bitterness uh resentment absolutely absolutely how do you work through that Mm. especially if you're making the choice to say you know i'm gonna forgive you and i'm gonna give you an opportunity to rectify you whatever and keep this person close or whatever how do you work through the bitterness and the resentment toward that person so if those emotions, I believe, if those emotions are present, then it's towards them, but about me. Mm. It's something that I have not, like, I need to work through some stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's towards them, projecting onto them about me. Um, so communication, you know, um, do they need to continue staying in my life? So, like, communicate with the other that person. Question. You gotta ask that question. <laughs> yeah, like, you gotta figure out, like, try to talk to them. If it's somebody, you can't even have a conversation about that type of thing. Because here's the deal. We all want it. We all want to be able to go to somebody and tell them how we feel or that right. we've been hurt. So, if I try to come talk to you about something and you're not even trying to hear me, we probably don't need to be in a relationship because I'm going to treat you different. I'm going to treat you with love and grace and respect and listen to when i hurt you and And if it's not you we can't be friends we can't be cool you get to be you i'm gonna work through no love loss like i hope you're happy and you're doing you know Mm -hmm. living your best life but like we can't be close because continued relationship with you is going to continue to hurt me because you don't you don't Mm -hmm. get it right now whatever is going on in your life you don't understand it right now so i can't keep hurting myself here's a good one what about family does that apply to family like I mean, like, immediate family. I'm not talking about the long-distant <laughs> cousin over there. I'm talking about the sister, the brother, the mom, the dad. Like, immediate family. Mm-hmm. I think that it should, if it does not apply. Like, if you don't consider it to apply to your family members, it should. Um, nothing will change. I, people have said, like, that's not my sister no more. That's not my mom. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing is going to change that. It's not my sister no more. <laughs> like okay, no, they are still your family cool. member. You can't change that, but the title of the relationship is can be just the title of the relationship. Yeah, I think it, it same thing applies. Like hopefully there's understanding and all that. But if my sister is this way and blah blah blah, and we're not really sisterly with each other, you do you. You're gonna be I'm a sister me. from a distance. Exactly. <laughs> We're just not going to have that sisterly relationship. Yeah. I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. I still love you. Just from a distance. Because, I mean, let's be honest. We have, I mean, things that people do. It's not always friends. It's not always strangers. It's family. It's people, it's like, really people close. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The closest people. And those are the ones that hurt you the most. And those are the ones that you find yourself having to constantly forgive. Mm-hmm. But to what extent? Like, how how, how many times? That's what I say. Like, uh, we're family members saying nothing going to change that, but like access denied to get personal. There's people in my family that I love them. Um, at the end of the day, I would give them the shirt off my back. Like, if they need me, I'm there. But I don't extend myself too much emotionally and physically. Um, too much. Like you, you lost access to that. Like yeah. I'm not the type of person. I don't want to hold on to stuff. I'm gonna make mistakes and stuff. I'm gonna upset people. Whatever. I'm not perfect. But, like, I don't like that type of thing. Yeah. I don't want to hold on to that stuff. So, I'm always trying to be the better version of myself. And if that is the nature of our friendship and relationship, like, we just don't have access like that. We just don't. That's good. That's good stuff. But a a lot of people struggle with that. And then, like, some people who are like me, who is the Mm -hmm. fixer-upper, and the one that struggled with setting those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where we haven't used yet, boundaries. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge issue and a huge struggle, um, knowing when to say, okay, you've hurt me. You hurt me over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But then you keep giving them access. You keep allowing them to hurt you. You keep forgiving them for doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell my daughters it. Of course, you know, my, mine are grown. 
Bikes tell them this all the time when they, you know, started dating, even in their friendships. Like, people are only going to do what you allow them to do. That is absolutely true. And then when they got to dating these boys, whatever, <laughs> and, you know, they have a huge fallout. They have a huge issue. A huge issue. They separate for a minute, and then they come back. I said, you know, you're setting the precedence. You're setting the tone of how you're going to be treated. Because if you let him treat you like that, you left for a minute, mm-hmm. you forgave him, came back, did the same thing, and then you just keep repeating yeah, it's definitely, I mean, of course women can be the same way, but it's definitely a thing when it comes to dating relationships with guys. It's different. Like, I, it is. I don't know. I, don't know. I, yeah. I think if we, um, if we sit, not separate, I ain't gonna say separate, but if we treat each situation the same, because I don't know if you should treat them different. I don't know if you should treat family different than a friend, different than a significant other when it comes to how you gonna treat me. Mm-hmm. Like, the rules should apply to everybody about how you gonna treat the- me. As far as the boundaries and respect and such. So, you're a married woman, right? Yes. So am I. Hey, boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, our parents raise us, you know, hopefully our parents raise us up to a certain point and then they send us out to the real world, right? Mm-hmm. So, they have seen different versions of ourselves that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. Your mom was like, my mom, my mom told me, you better go to school, do what you're supposed to do. You save all the other stuff for at home. So, I acted out at home, right? <laughs> all right. So, your parents see all of that. Then you go out and be an adult. And if you end up being uh, married to somebody, guess who else is about to catch the good, the oh, bad, yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, yes, I do believe that the same boundaries of I want respect, I want love, I want consideration, etc., those expectations should be across the board. But I do feel like it may look a little different. You're going to have higher expectations for a family member mm-hmm. initially. Yeah. Because they're your family, there's this is blood. You feel like you feel like they owe you like their, their obligations are a little bit different. You're gonna have higher expectations for them. Your dating partner, I mean, your dating partner is completely different than your spouse. But oh your, god, <laughs> it is. That's what topic for another day. Another day. Another day. But your spouse, <laughs> this person is committed to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a completely different level. So. And I, I personally think it should be. Um, but back to what you were saying on, like, the same level of expectations, 100% and stuff, but understanding that I have to give... Someone told me, actually, um, my mentor, Dr. Johnson, shout her out, <laughs> um, give somebody the gray space and room to grow. Mm. So the expectations are there. I want to be treated with respect, et cetera, but I know that I have acted a fool sometimes in my relationship. Mm. Like, And, you know, <laughs> he, he got his hands full. <laughs> dealing with me look so. i'm telling you right now this is the most i've ever said i'm sorry in this exactly in my marriage yes, I believe this is it. the most i've had to say i'm sorry i was ironing this man pants this morning y'all <laughs> people still iron no i'm just playing <laughs> he was like i'm gonna go outside and uh get the dogs some water because i they didn't have any water the night before he said can you just run the iron over my pants i was like sure but see i'm like kind of OCD and so he has like the hem is is unstitched on one of the pants legs so I'm trying to fold it under and try to put the iron on there so uh-huh. so he come in I I haven't moved past him. I haven't moved past the bottom oh my gosh he look you still iron it it's like I'm sorry I know he was looking at you like really this is the most that I have to say I'm sorry yeah yeah but it's different when you're like in a you know, in a marriage or it's different when you're in a friendship because you got, like you said, you got different, you have the same expectations, but I think the levels are a little different because yeah. I'm not going to apologize to a friend about the same thing that I may apologize yeah. to my husband about or whatever, but girl, yeah, that's, I was just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was like, that's all you done? I was like, <laughs> Grace, space, and room to grow. I need to write that down. Where's my (laughs) pen? Oh. Grace, space, and room to grow. I like that. Yes, this has been good. Forgive or forget. Is it a question mark still? Or is it like... Dot, dot, dot. Mm, dot, dot, dot. Like, to be continued. <laughs> yeah, <forget>. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> to be continued. Yes, this was really good. Do you have any 
final thoughts before we go to our affirmations? Um, I don't think so. I think that gray space and room to grow is like, I think it kind of can encompass all of it about the forgiveness and the forgetting. Like, heal through things. Give people the understanding that you would want back. And, yeah. I'll work on that. I'm committed to working on that because, like I said, it's... It's rough, but I only, I think I only get so upset because I know the type of person that I am. And like we said earlier, I, I expect everybody to, to be a you, to be a me Mm -hmm. and everybody ain't a me. Mm -hmm. And then I get upset because I'm like, but I wouldn't do you like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all right, let's see here. I hope y'all took notes about (laughs) what we talked about today. And if you still have a question mark on forgive and forget. Y'all need to inbox me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's affirmations time. So what we do, you just pull one out. Okay. And we'll read it. Hold on. Do you know which one you got? I mean, I can turn my head and not look at it. Or do do I need to? Do I need to know? Just don't look. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's see what you got. Read it. Read it says is that yours it is <laughs> Let me put this one back. <laughs> no go ahead <laughs> there were multiple in the box so it says that i am capable of doing anything i put my mind to and work it what was the last and work it work it I, yes. let me read it up let me see i have to see it mm, I, like how I have to see it to <laughs> apply it <laughs> i am capable of doing anything i put my mind to and work at I like that. Yeah. I think we forget about that little extra step that like you can be anything you want to be as long as you put forth the effort. You gotta work. Yeah. You You have to put in the work. All right, Miss Princess, I definitely appreciate you making this a part of your day to join me on the futon and have this conversation. Forgive and forget. We gotta do this again sometime. Yes, I enjoyed it. This was really nice and I gained some things. So good. I did too. I think we we just kind of fed off each other and taught each other. I love it. I Mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get out of here, you guys. As always, count your blessings. Bye. I'm talking with me speaks. Yeah, yeah.